Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Pleasure and Prosperity Podcast. I'm your host, Laura McPhee, and this show is here to support you in increasing the pleasure, joy, and orgasmic bliss in your life while you prosper in your business, finances, and relationships. If you're a coach, healer, light worker, entrepreneur, seeker, high achiever, or spiritual human on this planet, welcome home. And thank you for all the work that you do in the world. This podcast is here to nourish and feed you all along your journey. You'll receive lots of gold nuggets when I vulnerably share my personal experiences, especially in the bedroom, because sexual energy is powerful, pure, creative, life force energy that created us all. We'll also clear out limiting beliefs that have been holding you back so that you can easily align to your heart's desires and we can all co-create new paradigms and a better world together. It's my intention to create a community of love, support, understanding, and open-hearted communication, as well as repair, as we all walk together on this journey as imperfect human beings here to create amazing, positive ways of change. So if I ever say anything harmful, please share your feedback with me on Instagram at pleasure and prosperity so that I can clean it up and do better. I believe that we deserve to have it all as we rise together serving the world from our overflow and being the change we wish to see. I am so excited to be on this journey with you and to dive into today's episode. I am so excited that I get to share my uncensored sexual expansion journey with you. It is so good and in two parts. So the first one that you're listening to now will share with you some of the different types of orgasms that I've expanded my capacity into, including being able to orgasm while giving blowjobs and being in that giving, receiving, receiving, and giving energy. Oh my gosh, so good. I go into the beginning of my sexual healing journey, share some intimate details that were very vulnerable to me at the time. I also really hope that this inspires you to see what's orgasmically possible for you because I went from zero to where I'm at now and so can you. I also hope that this supports you in shifting some maybe limiting beliefs that you might have around men in your area. Some people have the story that there's no good men around me. All the good ones are taken. They don't live here, those kind of things. So I share my journey of literally going on Tinder on a Wednesday and connecting with a badass spiritual partner on Saturday. And we had about a two-ish year relationship from that. So I go into some of the details there. I also kind of share the shifting of that energy of when that partnership ended. And I was really connecting with King energy and felt called to raising my standards in my relationship. I also want you to see these parts of my journey and see, yeah, I could raise my standards here. I could be like, yeah, no more of this. I'm totally only accepting this in my world and continuously raising that bar for yourself so that you can draw in your soul king, your soulmate partner, your soul person in this lifetime. 
And I also share some of my very real and authentic experiences around trusting my body, how I've really gained and deepened that intuition, including some stories around how my body was not acting well when I wasn't listening to it. You'll hear all the gory details in the episode and so much more, all the good, all the bad, all the truth so that you can be supported on your journey. So once this ends, you can definitely jump right into part two of the soul king and continue on the journey. If you want a deep dive, or you can just tune in later when you're feeling called to it. It is also an incredible, incredible journey. And I'm really excited for you to listen to all of it and receive what you desire from it. Hello, loves. I am super excited for this episode and to share my sexual expansion journey with you, to share with you behind the scenes of what it's been like to be in high vibe, badass spiritual couple relationships, um, and to kind of really tell you my story of my journey from going from having no orgasms at all and the frustration of that being by myself and not being able to get there and being in partnership and feeling like I was broken and that there was nothing I could ever do or that my partner could ever do to get me to finally fucking orgasm to where I'm at now, which is where I'm like, I'll have 10 to a hundred plus squirting orgasms a session and night, whatever you want to call it. whatever period of time I am playing in. And I love to share my experiences of tons of orgasms, of new types of orgasms to really inspire other women of what's possible, of what's orgasmically possible for all of us. Because I came from literally not being able to orgasm at all to within years having huge orgasmic capacity where It's just like beyond incredible to my human mind, the level of expansion I've had in just a short number of years of really focusing on doing this inner work and this healing work to get where I'm at now. So I love to share this to inspire others because like the four minute mile was a thing that was impossible until a human did it. And then a bunch of humans did it. So I love to share my stories and my personal experiences so that other women can know, oh my God, that's possible. And then they get to have it as well. And I've seen that in so many soul sisters and clients already. And I desire even more women to have this, that I don't feel like the special unicorn who can have all these amazing, incredible things, but other people can't. I want every woman on this planet who desires it to be having this type of sex, to be having the types of orgasms and the number of orgasms that they are desiring. And I'm so excited to dive into all of the things. Um, (laughs) There is part of me that wants to like, just jump into the story in the timeline and be like, from here, starting at zero to now. And there's another part that really wants to like go a little bit deeper into like the juiciness of the orgasms. Um, especially since the more I share these stories and especially with like other erotic blueprint coaches and sex coaches and friends and soul sisters that I'm meeting, they're like, can you get into the juiciness of these other types of orgasms? Because I want that. (laughs) I want to like know exactly what's possible and knowing where this like not goalposts, but where 
these kind of <laughs> golden nuggets are and where they exist in the journey. Um, so I actually like took some time before I even started to be like, what are all the different types of orgasms that I've had? Because I've had so many different types <laughs> along the journey and a lot of them are just like second nature to me. So I don't even like think of them as like, oh, special anymore. And I'm like, yeah, like a ton of people only have genital orgasms and anything non-genital feels like mind-blowing, foreign, what the hell is this to them? So I am very fortunate that I've grown my sensitivity to have so many pleasurable orgasms from no touch at all. So if you're familiar with erotic blueprints, um, I am very energetically sensitive, so I can have a bunch of energetic orgasms. If you are not familiar with erotic blueprints, I'll be sure to put in the show notes um, the quiz. You can take the quiz about the erotic blueprints to discover exactly what your blueprint is, and it'll give you a bunch of information from there. Mm, it's so good. I've had third eye orgasms just from like literally laying next to my partner and like our third eyes touching and like the waves of energy from that and like having my eyes shut and like seeing the waves of energy flow and like the frequencies and it's just like so fucking good. (laughs) Um, I've had like squirting orgasms from like literally starting from nothing to like starting to build anticipation between me and my partner and like our lips almost touching it but not quite touching and like pulling back and like almost barely touching and pulling back and like literally no touch actually happens between us and I'll like orgasm from that (laughs) um I can totally orgasm from like hearing my partner moan or just like vibrate energy or say specific things. I've orgasmed from making out a ton of the time, Um, which is like really awesome. And then it's like having a bunch of squirting orgasms being like, yeah, I need to like be mindful and like kind of be told not to orgasm and play with orgasm control that way to make out and make out in public and not (laughs) have the issue of like needing to change my pants. So there's so many fun orgasms I've had from just makeout sessions and like essentially like touching my body and crossing me in different areas and playing in that yummy, juicy, awesome space. (laughs) Um, Also had orgasms from like my breasts just being played with or my nipples being played with and from like spanking and the kinky side and flogging and sensual caning and from playing with orgasm controlled so like both the sensation-based kink and the psychological kink um can literally like come on demand for some of my doms um who can like get me in the right headspace to just like come on command to certain things um being told to orgasm be told i'm a good girl all kinds of fun stuff from that um for years now, I've been able to come from giving blowjobs. That was like early on a thing I discovered when I was like starting to be able to orgasm um, because I was like, I want to do this for my pleasure. And I like read an article somewhere one day that was like, this is possible. So I was like, okay, did not tell me how to do it. <laughs> it was just like, this is a thing. Um, and then I essentially just explored that with my partner. So that I'd like have squirting (laughs) orgasms from that and at the beginning it definitely helped for me to like be straddling my partner's leg and getting some like grinding action on there but now I can totally just 
experience a bunch of amazing orgasms from what I'm doing with my mouth and my lips and my tongue. And I even have a blowjob activation workshop for people who are desiring to like learn this and rewire their body to be able to give and receive pleasure at the same time. Um, Oh my gosh, there's just so many types. It's like, I love laughgasms and crygasms and heartgasms and all kinds of orgasms from the different chakras of my body being activated. Um, there's just a million. It's like orgasms where you're like spiritually opening up even more deeply, like opening into your heart space, like opening into oneness energy or like seeing stars and like melting into beingness and unity with my partner, like those deep spiritual life-changing sexual experiences are my favorite. And it's so incredible. And I desire everyone to be able to get there themselves and receive even more deeply and to have all the pleasure and bliss and euphoria that they desire. And then of course, I have the typical orgasms that people think of with our genitals from clitoral stimulation or like just penetration from anal sex and so much more. But yeah, I wanted to really like get into the juiciness of all of this to share with you what is possible you don't need to like overnight have all the orgasms. This did not just like, oh, happen overnight. <laughs> it was a process within myself of doing deep inner healing work and choosing again and again and again to expand deeper, to open my heart deeper, to surrender more, to receive more, to keep seeing the new areas in me that were requiring attention to go into my different parts and do parts work to keep showing up in my relationship and being brave and open and vulnerable and having deep communication and deep trust and deep safety. And I did not always have this, not by a fucking long shot. Healthy relationships were not modeled to me <laughs> when I was growing up. And I know a lot of other people feel the same way. So I came from a background of when I was very young, I was molested. Trigger warning, sorry, I'm not going to get really deep into that. But my experiences of sex were painful. And I didn't even start having sex until I was 18. I was very unpopular in school and bullied and was like the overachiever who just focused on studying and getting to university and all the scholarships and was not focused on dating at all. So I had my first sexual experience when I was 18 and oh my God, did it hurt? Was it ever fucking painful? And it was not great at all. And I had a ton of other very negative, painful, not great experiences with sex after that. So compounding all the pain and trauma and not good things in my body was not supportive to being able to orgasm. So I was very frustrated, like year after year after year, trying to figure out how the fuck I could orgasm by myself or with a boyfriend and it not working. Like it was so devastating to be doing so well in so many other areas of personal development and to like be at Tony Robbins, unleash the power within and him being like, you're not broken. And I'm like, yes. 
and I am sexually though that something must have broken inside of me that's irreparable and it was so fucking hard to live with that and for a lot of years live with that on my own where I was just googling anything I could on the internet to try to figure out how to orgasm trying a bunch of things by myself trying toys which oh my god that was scary and bad and hard <laughs> just like I was recommended <laughs> a vibrator that should not have been recommended to me as someone who was having painful sex and head trauma and all the things it's like here's the thing with all the gadgets and gizmos and the bunny ears and the twirling around thing and it's like ah, that hurt that also was not good that also did not bring my body pleasure and was not a good thing at all so after years and years and years and years and years of struggling with all of that I started to bring it up in healing sessions and not so much I started to bring it up in healing sessions as my subconscious would my body would in like healing sessions there would just be like all this like sexual energy stuff to get cleared and they're like oh there's things with this and things with that and I'm like yep that makes sense <laughs> yep that makes sense where it just kept coming to the surface because it was finally ready to be healed and layer and layer and layer and I really liked the metaphor of like an iceberg where it's just melting where it felt really big to think of it as like, oh my God, it's an iceberg. But to be like, okay, well, it's going to melt layer by layer by layer by layer. Because I used to feel like super numb down there. Like if you touch one part of my hand, I'm like, oh yeah, this is my finger and this is my like palm. But down there, everything was just down there. I'm like, I don't really know where my partner is touching. I just know it's like somewhere going on down there. So I had to be very intentional with all the healing work I was doing and just show up for the one baby step that was ahead of me. And then the next step was beautifully shown to me. And then I would do that next step and that next step and then I'd get triggered by something and then do that next step. And it was literally one baby step at a time on my journey. And because I had been on this healing journey for like, I don't know, a decade plus puzzle piecing things together and doing a little bit here with this healer and a little bit over here with this one. I eventually <laughs> decided to get really deep into doing this work. So to kind of like correlate it to things going on in my world essentially in 2016 I decided that this was a big thing for me to focus on healing and I was healing it with Theta Healing and Reiki and any other tool that <laughs> my healers had in their tool belts in our sessions and I really was intentional of diving deep into this part of myself even though I was terrified that I was going to break into a million pieces and that I wasn't going to be able to put myself back together, that someone else wouldn't be able to put me back together. And at the time I was coming from 
healing all kinds of like family savior, world savior, all of these different fucking like martyrdom and limiting belief systems that like I needed to be in control all the time. I needed to be the leader. I couldn't cry. I had to be the one who was taking care of my family and my mom and making sure everything's okay and making the money and doing all the things. So I couldn't ever stop and do super fucking deep healing that could potentially like crack me open and like how would you put the pieces together and I needed to be the one who's like functioning and helping everyone else and being the people pleaser and (laughs) supporting everyone else in my world so again in tiny little baby steps and in sometimes really big ones that came up um I healed and I did the work and I showed up for myself So a very big year was definitely 2016. I was desiring to meet a boyfriend. I spent a lot of my time being single, um, going like on a date or two every once in a while or like having like a little thing, but I was very focused on always being an overachiever on being super excellent in university and then being incredible at climbing the corporate ladder. I used to be a corporate accountant and then I was also like studying to get more letters after my name and get my next designation. So I was very focused on achieving in life and not as much in the other fun aspects and social aspects that actually make living enjoyable. Um, but that really changed um, in 2015, I guess. I made a list similar to how Tony Robbins recommends, where when Tony was ready to meet his partner, when he was ready to meet Sage, he wrote a list of all the things that he was desiring in his partner. And then he also made a list of all the things that that partner would desire. So he got to step up into that next level version of himself and he called in his wife. So I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. I love that. So I wrote my list. I was super intentional with it and was like these things. And I desire someone who's like also in this like personal development space and who's like an entrepreneur and a coach and like doing these things. And it's very interesting because I also had the belief system that there wasn't any good men around me. (laughs) Who else listening has had that thought before? There's no good men around me. There's scarcity here. They're somewhere else. They're in a bigger city. They're not here. I'd have to go somewhere or like something would happen to like try to figure this out. Like there's no good men here. It's just like not what you're seeing. So I had to shift my belief system to of course, I'm just going to attract him in no matter what. (laughs) And it was very interesting to me because I kind of just like decided to have the belief system that I was calling in this incredible man. And I just got to focus on my next level steps, which felt really good for me to continue to grow and heal and expand into. And lo and behold, a friend of mine was going on Tinder and I think it was like the first time I'd ever really like heard of Tinder or even like went on Tinder, but I literally joined Tinder on like a Wednesday, put up my profile. And on Saturday I met and matched with, um, the man who became my boyfriend for about two years on and off. And he had like a link in his Tinder profile for like conscious relationships and all this stuff. And like, 
had pictures of like reading all the personal development books that I'm into and crystals and like movement and like all these things. And I'm like, this is so great. Like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. <laughs> and he was actually in Ontario, which is a province different from me. I currently live in New Brunswick and I was living in New Brunswick at the time. And he literally moved back home to New Brunswick. And like within months we met, like, I want to say like within four or five months we met, but yeah, like that's pretty incredible time frame. like literally going on Tinder for the first time ever and being like, yep, cool. I'm open to the universe. Like I'm showing up and I'm doing my things. I was not super attached to it. I was not in a desperate energy at all. And I was just like, yep ready to be in a badass spiritual relationship, be in a power couple, do awesome things, serve the world. <laughs> and then it all just worked out from there. I got to learn and heal and grow and expand a ton in that relationship. That was super, super, super empowering. It was the first time that I had ever had an orgasm with a partner um, in that relationship. And I'm so forever grateful for the amount of space holding that he did for me. And we were both like learning all kinds of new healing modalities and starting to grow our businesses and all these different things. So we did the thing that I do not recommend anymore, where we were kind of like healers to each other. And we're like, this is great. We get to like practice on each other <laughs> and hold space for each other and do all these things. I do not recommend that now. I don't recommend being the healer for your partner or trying to be like the therapist for your partner. It's not healthy. It's not sustainable. It's not good long-term, not even really short-term. Um, but at the time, that's what we did. So I had the blessing, I guess, of that space of in real time, getting triggered by stuff, having things come up, being held really deeply, being seen really deeply feeling safe on the journey that it wasn't just me I got to like cry and release a million things a million times um got to like reclaim my voice and do really deep work in like my throat chakra and so many layers of clearing happened that I am so forever grateful for so I started to have orgasms for the first time in my life and then I was able to have orgasms by myself and I want to say like within several months I was like starting to have like squirting orgasms and multiple orgasms and learning how to like have blowjob orgasms where I was giving my partner a blowjob and just having all these squirting orgasms was fucking awesome <laughs> and I felt magical and I'm like this is awesome and I want other people to have this too and that was such an amazing time in my life we definitely had super high highs and triggered the fuck out of each other for growth in the lows. And it was amazing to be in the belief system of like, I get to have the one other like man in the fucking room as my partner. Um, and it was very interesting because we went through a number of like certifications and like yoga classes and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I'm with the one spiritual man in the room. And that was my belief system at the time. So I also felt very strongly that if we broke up and it 
different times in our relationship, especially when we started, we felt like this was like a transitional relationship. Like I felt really good, especially because we were both living in different cities at the time. Um, that we'd be this like awesome transitional partnership as we both start our businesses and like start to do our work in the world. Um, but I strongly had the belief system at the time that I get to be in a badass spiritual couple with the one and only man in the room who's doing this work. <laughs> so we did like theta healing together and different workshops and all kinds of different things. And I was with the one spiritual guy in the room that was showing up to these events. Since then, I definitely recommend to my clients to expand it to you get to be with one of the many spiritual men in the room. Um, as I've grown on this journey, I've definitely expanded my containers to be in more and more rooms that have more and more men in them. So that it's not like 99.9% .9 female <laughs> in all the rooms. Um, so if you're listening, I definitely recommend adopting the belief system that you get to be with one of the spiritual men in the room so that you're in more of an abundant space of, oh yeah, there's a number of men here. They're high vibe, incredible, heart-centered, high caliber men around me, and you get to be with one of them. So if that feels really good, I invite you to kind of take that as a mantra and affirmation or whatever feels good for you. So long story short, and I can definitely get into deeper and deeper lessons and experiences as the podcast goes on, but just kind of to start off to give you a background around me, um, I'm kind of like keep the timeline going. So I guess early 2018, my body was starting to like really feel like it was time for us to end our relationship for us to break up for us to transition into friends because it didn't feel like he was my life partner. I was getting really strongly called into King energy and experiencing more and more men in my world who were the expression of King energy and like another degree, another level of like healthy, divine, masculine energy and feeling that embodied in my world around me in my physical world and a lot more in like the different online spaces I was in really opened me up to what I felt called to as a life partnership. And it just felt time to close with that partner. So we were together about two-ish years on and off. Um, and I was like totally committed to King energy and I was so ready for it and so excited for it. So a couple months went by and I was at Tony Robbins Life and Wealth Mastery and part of Life Mastery is there's a relationship day and you do the same kind of thing where you create like your list. So I up-leveled my list of what I desired in my life partner and I was in a room of about like 600 people. Life and Wealth Mastery is a much smaller event and I think the first day they like got us to like stand up and be like, stand up if you're like under 30. And there was not a lot of us <laughs> under 30 at the event, but they were like, yay, celebrating us for like being so young, doing all this personal development work. Um, and then I don't know, day two or three, 
um, they had, I believe Master Co come in or some other energy healer. I want to say Master Co um, who came in and explained like muscle testing. And I've like been doing muscle testing for years now at this point being like, yep, muscle testing is a thing. Like, and they showed one way and I'm like, here's all the other ways. And I'm like, these are the easier ways. These are the quicker ways um, that I personally chose to use. And it was just so weird to me that like, it felt like spiritual kindergarten was being taught and it was like blowing people's minds and like literally no judgment, no offense to anyone who wasn't in the woo woo world, but I had been very, very, very steeped in the woo-woo world and the spiritual world and muscle testing and our unconscious mind and a ton of healing modalities and all these different things. So it just felt very weird to me that like this was seeming like so for all the people. And I was like, wow, I'm like, do I really have to choose? Do I have to choose between like calling in a man from the Tony Robbins world who might be very into like the conscious personal development work, but isn't really deep in the spiritual side. Like, do I have to choose that? And a very strong voice came in for me that I did not have to choose that I could choose both that I could choose to still have a super incredible spiritually healer man in my world. Who's also very much into personal development and success and wealth and business success and all of those things that I wouldn't have to choose between one or the other, that I could have it all. And I was like, it just doesn't necessarily have to be in this room with 600 people. I'm like, I can let that go that I would meet someone right now in this moment. And I can be totally available to continuing to be in more rooms like this, where I can have both, where I can have an option of the ideal types of men that I'm desiring where they're like both healers and consciously grounded in like the strategic conscious success of the world as well. So it was very interesting at the time. I was like also integrating all these worlds within myself. So I really love that that came through that I got to have it all and that I got to keep integrating my worlds together to be like, oh yeah, there doesn't have to be separation and all of these things can exist at the same time. So a very fun thing about that was I literally made my new list of like my ideal partner and who I would become to be that energetic match and attracted to that life partner um, it's not life partner. I was using it more the space of life partner, but it's just like your next person. Um, and it was super interesting because I think within like 48 hours, I don't think it was quite 24. I think it was within 48 hours. I actually met a man who was so many things on the list, who was all the things and the conscious things, and very much in the Tony Robbins world, like he was a fucking platinum partner and also a healer and very connected to spirituality and like knew what orgasmic meditation was and like all these different things. I'm like, oh, it exists. Holy fuck. It exists. And it actually exists in this room of 600 people that 
I don't know, I guess the day before I was discounting as, does this even exist? Is this possible in this space? So yes, it was possible in the actual fucking physical space that I was in at the time. And that gave me huge confidence that it existed, obviously, at a much larger scale outside of the room of 600 people. So that was super affirming for me that there's abundance when you look for it, that what you set your heart's desires for, when you claim it, when you're not just like, oh no, I can't have that. Like when you fully tune in to your heart's desires, you get to receive it. And also that our reticular activating system is truly looking for what we believe in. So if you're looking for the color red, for the color red, for the color red, all around the room, you're not gonna see the color green. But then when you look all around the room for the color green, you see the color green. So that was super incredible. Um, had a really incredible experience with that man. Um, and also at Life and Wealth Mastery, I went there with the intention of up-leveling my wealth. And I had a huge fucking shift in wealth at Wealth Mastery. Yay! Had all the breakthroughs. And also in healing my money things around men having money who are attracted to me. Because up until that point, I had tended to have a lot more money than anyone that I was dating. And it was really fucking with like my feminine and my capacity to receive. Cause I'm like, if I'm going on dates and I want to do stuff, then I have to pay for things. And it's not feeling fun to always be the one giving or the one who's paying for the dates or paying for the more expensive dates. So that felt really shitty in my system. And at that point I was like, I'm raising my standards to not have that. And it was also very beautiful and synchronistic with the universe of like how I had met this man because I did not see his lanyard. I did not see that he was a platinum partner when I met him. If I had known that he was a platinum partner and I was like the general ticket, I don't think there was like different levels. I think it was just like plats and like other people who were just at the event. Um, so yeah, like it would have been a brain fuck for me to like have known that ahead of time. But by the time I found out that he was a platinum partner, we had already connected very deeply and I felt very safe and very connected to him. So I healed so many stories about wealth in that moment. And then that raised my standard around men and every relationship I've had since then, I've had amazing men who have way much more wealth in their world and who aren't like broke and in debt, which used to be my story was I would attract that in men. And then I was like, okay, cool. This is my new standard. And I want to really like highlight the new standard point here because my relationships have gotten better and better and better and better and fucking better in every relationship and every man I come across. So I invite you to also like take this in for your self-love, like that you get to be in the space that your relationships get better and better and better and better and that you continue to attract higher and higher and higher and higher level level of standard within the men in your world. So I want to give you that permission slip, whatever your standards are, you can raise them right now. You can claim them for yourself and know that you can attract those men in. They do exist in the world. Mm. 
I'm like, I'm just loving the energy of that. It's like celebrating you for claiming your standard and like even let yourself right now to like say it out loud, write it down, whatever way that you like claim things in your world. I invite you to do that. Like even pause me and like write down a couple of things you're claiming where you're like, yeah, no more fucking this. So instead of focusing on the no more fucking this and like saying that over and over and over to yourself. So if you're like no more fucking deadbeat people who have no money, who are just takers instead flip that to, I deserve and I'm calling in my partner who has an overflow of financial abundance, who can provide, who loves to give to me, who is in a give and receive energetic with us those kind of things. So you don't want to focus on the negative things in the world and being like, not this, not this, not this, not this. Because what we resist persists. What we choose to do with that information of, oh yeah, I'm so fucking done with that is what's the new standard that you create from that, that you do desire. So you get to keep raising and raising your standards over your journey. So yeah, that was my experience at Life and Wealth Mastery. Definitely got to like up-level my experience of men to see that this existed. And that was so beautiful because things that he had put on his list that were like, is this impossible? Like existed within me. So we were big permission slips for each other that yes, this exists. This exists very close to you. You manifested it really fucking fast and you get to claim this as a new standard for your life and what you're choosing to call in going forward. So that was really powerful because at the time, like he was literally living on like the other side of the continent in another country from me. So that was not going to be a long-term thing, but a big message that came through from that experience was to not have two stakes in the ground in my home province while I'm desiring to travel more and desiring to like meet a man wherever in the world. So at the time I had had two offices in two different cities back home. So I like went home and like everything literally synchronistically unfolded for me to close, excuse me, my office in Moncton. So if anyone's familiar with New Brunswick, there's um, St. John and Moncton. I was going back and forth between those two cities. So I was able to close my office in Moncton and like I posted that I was going to like close it and like sell all my things. And within a week, like all my big items just sold, like my furniture, all the different stuff that I had had for workshops in my own space, like so many things I had bought because I was in a much larger space. Um, I guess several months before I had upgraded my office and it just like synchronistically the universe like, yep, this is the next step. Everyone's having their new home for the things that you used to own. I'm like, this is amazing. So I was very grateful for that. And then I guess coming into like 2019, I had the clear intention of traveling a lot, um, expanding and healing and growing more. And at the time was feeling very called to be more vocal on social media about the sexuality healing and work that I was doing. Um, so yeah, I guess end of 2018, I did date with destiny and that very much came through that a lot of women 
were struggling with like connecting with their divine feminine, with receiving, with having pleasure, with connecting to their sexuality, with having orgasms, with all these different things. So beginning of 2019, I started feeling really, really called to share publicly the work that I was doing with my clients behind the scenes in these areas. And I created my like from broken to blissful program. And at the time it was super empowering to have a lover who was like, supporting me and being an overflow of like, oh, this is so good. I'm so grateful. I have this in my life and I desire other women to have the same. And I desire other women to have the same and to keep sharing my experiences to be like, I desire to inspire another, like on the days where I was struggling with this, where I was frustrated, it would have been so good to see this post or even remembering back to those times of hope that I did have along my journey and be like, I desire to show up like that. So I was very fortunate to have an incredible lover at the time who also like loved to like give to me. So I got to expand my capacity of receiving um, in that space. And we were both clear that it was not going to be long-term at all because I was very clear that like my life partner is a man who is super clear that he's here to impact a ton of lives in the world and be a huge influencer of positive change and us both together being like massive ripples of change in the world for the better. Um, So he was super excited for me and we were more than happy to just have a ton of fun and date and be lovers along the journey. And I felt very clear that I'd be able to tell when this transition period of my life felt complete um, because I'd had that happen in the past when um, my two-ish year relationship was feeling like it was coming time to a close, like my body gave me signs because the universe is incredible and it will whisper. It will be very like quiet and nudge you and give you downloads and let you know when it's time to do a thing or not do a thing anymore. And then it gets a little bit louder and a little bit louder and a little bit louder. And then it can be a little bit more forceful. And people have definitely had stories around, then it's kind of like a two by four. And then if you keep not listening, it becomes like a Mac fucking truck to go do this thing or stop doing this thing. (laughs) So I was getting a lot more familiar with my body of what that would feel like when they're the whispers or when they're the like, we're starting to get loud and we're putting this into your body now. Um, So it was super interesting to me because I was like starting to get to that time and I was like, oh, but like the sex is so good and it's just fun and mm, good. But we were also long distance and like the weekend he was able to come down to like meet me, he had cold sore and like, I had like a hemorrhoid that all of a sudden showed up and I'm like, okay, like we don't feel like having sex. Like this isn't like a thing that our bodies are wanting to do at all right now. Um, And it sucked and I hated this feeling and like my heart goes out to anyone else who's listening, who's had this feeling in your body of you needing to be the one to end it. And it was so hard for me. I was like, fuck, like, I hate getting the sign. Like, I hate that I have to be the one to do it. And he was amazing. Like he, 
is not in the woo-woo world, but he was very understanding of like me and had seen different things <laughs> within myself of like, yeah, listening to your intuition is a really good thing. Um, so I was like crying and ending our relationship and being like, I hate that I am the one that gets this, the signs. And it's like, it's not like we're having a fight. It's not like anything bad happened. It's not like there's a typical, like air quote, typical reason to like end our relationship, to break up. And it's just like, nope. It's like my body and the universe is saying like, it's time to end so that you can like have space in your life for your soul king to enter. And I was like, okay, well, this is what I have to do because I've not listened to this before and had really bad things happen to my body, which is what I had experienced years before um, during one of the like on and off periods of the two-ish year relationship where on my 25th birth, not 25th, on my 26th birthday, um, leading up to it for, I guess, a couple months, I had started to have like a lot more diarrhea. Like there was a big breach in trust where I got like physically shoved by him and my body just like was not okay with it. And I was trying to like spiritually be like, I can clear things in myself and kill things and we can fix our relationship and all the stuff. Cause I did not want to let go of him. And like, my body just was like, okay, well, we're going to like give you diarrhea and like, you're not processing this and you're not like looking at it and we're going to be louder and louder and louder. So on my 26th birthday, I was literally like at an outdoor wellness fair being a vendor, promoting my happiness coach and healer and needing to be on and needing to be all smiley and happy because I'm a happiness coach and healer. That's what my title was at the time. And basically like every hour, at least every hour, I was having like painful, horrible diarrhea. And there was just like a fucking like porta potty in the super hot fucking sun on an August day on my birthday. And my body was like, you have to fucking stop this. Like you need to end this relationship. And it was rough because I did not want to. I was like, really? My fucking birthday? This is when we're going to like intensify it. This is when we have to end. <laughs> and it was super interesting because I'm a night owl. Like I like to stay up super late and we got home from the event and I don't know, it was probably like seven ish. And I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Cause I like wanted to just not deal with this. I wanted my birthday to be over. I wanted the day to be over and him being very sensitive and knowing things were up was like asking about it. And I was like, not wanting to have this conversation and was crying and was like very upset. And then it kind of just came out where I'm like, all I'm getting is the signs that I need to end this relationship and we need to break up and that this isn't good. And Within minutes of me saying that, my body felt better and I had relief and all the diarrhea stopped from that moment. So I knew that my body gives me signs when it's time to end something and it will keep getting louder and louder and louder when I don't listen. So I knew, fast forward back to, yeah, like the early 2019 relationship where my body was like, okay, we kind of nudged you for, with this. Now we're putting it into your body 
And like, I ended it and the next day the hemorrhoid was not there. And I'm like, yep, I instantly heal. Like, it's just like, this is my body's way of communicating to me. And I share these things very vulnerably of like how my body was responding because I've shared this with clients and they've been able to look back at their relationships and see, oh, this is how my body talks to me. Oh yeah. Now when I look back in hindsight, which is 2020, I can see that I got some like whisper nudges first and then it escalated and then it got painful and then this happened and oh, okay, this is like, these are the signs because I also have clients who aren't married, who are single, who like to date, who like to go between lovers, who like to keep upgrading their partner until they find their life partner. And sometimes along the journey, they get horny and they're like, can I play? Can I just like have a fuck buddy right now? Like, can this work? And what I recommend always is to trust yourself, to listen to your body. Because if you're being guided to this lever, to this experience, and your body's in alignment with it, awesome. And to actually listen to your body and listen to your signs and listen to your intuition, your higher power, God, creator, source energy, the universe, whatever you want to call it, to listen to the guidance that's coming through and not override it with your ego of, well, I want this. Well, I'm lonely and I want this, so I'll just take this for now because it's like, this is what's coming through. So this is what I'm just going to say. Junk food isn't good for us long-term. If you eat junk food and fast food every day for the rest of your life, you're not going to feel great. Your body's not going to do well. Junky fast food might create a lot of disease in your body. So I recommend actually following that guidance so that you can have the experiences in your life that are really rich and nourishing and healthy and supportive and deep and hearty for you. Like the meals, the connections that really, 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 really feed you and feed your soul. So I want to like share that (laughs) in a very loving way without judgment. Cause like, I get it. Like, fuck, does it suck being single? Ugh, it just really sucks sometimes. Like I want your human to like hear from another human that it sucks quite a lot to be single sometimes when you really want a boyfriend, when you really want a girlfriend, when you really want a partnership, when you really, really are longing for that connection. And when you're like feeling desperate or like feeling fucking jealous that your friends are getting engaged or they have partners, they have boyfriends or girlfriends and like it can fucking suck to be alone. So I hear you. I see you. I am you and I've been you. I understand. So there's times where you can totally be like, hey, universe, can I have this friends with benefits? This is going to feel good. Awesome. And listen to your body. If that stops being good, then you can end it then. I am totally pro. Like I have done multiple friends with benefits over my lifetime with people that I've had sex with before. I'm like, cool. 
<laughs> I can just stay friends with previous partners and then I can do friends with benefits with them. And this is awesome. Like, yay, friends with benefits. It's fucking awesome. So when you feel called to doing that, totally do it. I celebrate you. Listen to your inspiration, listen to your guidance, and also listen to your body and trust your body and trust that guidance when it's saying, okay, it's time to shift. It's time to do this instead. Let's end this and start moving towards this. So I want to send you so much love, like literally zero judgment, zero shame, zero guilt on whatever you choose on your journey. Your journey is your journey and you get to own what your journey is. And only you know what your inspiration, your body, your higher self is telling you to do. And I love you. And I love that you're following the journey. And I love that we're all human and that we all have permission to sometimes to totally fuck it up and make mistakes and learn our lessons and keep growing and evolving as spiritual humans on this planet. So you can't do it wrong. I love you. Just really wanted to like land that point. You are awesome and you get to choose your journey. However, your journey feels best for you. So getting back to that, I had a hemorrhoid. I was like, okay, this is my body speaking to me. I ended it. Then it immediately went away. I was very clear that I was getting ready to create space for my soul king. So I stopped looking at Tinder or anything else. I was very clear that I was ready for a lifelong partnership, soul king energy in my world. Um, And a metaphor I love to use with my clients a lot is it's good to create space for the thing to come in. So if you look at your water bottle, for example, I would have to empty the water in my water bottle to put something else in it. Like if I was going to put milk or a smoothie in my water bottle, I would empty out the water to put the space filled with the smoothie. Sometimes it's important to create that space and to hold that container and to let go of whatever was in that container holding up that space so that the new thing can flow in. So that was my guidance at the time was to really have this clear energetic space that was empty for my soul king to enter that I needed to hold that and not flirt with random guys or anything else like to be very clear I was ready for my soul king and to be focused on that so that was what I was focused on for a number of months um I think it was just like a couple months after I ended it with my lover um Because, yeah, I learned about Path the Passion in August. August is my birthday month. So I had um, the wonderful Leah Newman on my Love and Light show at the time. And she talked about the erotic blueprints. And I took the quiz. And I was loving everything about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this all just makes so much sense. This is so good. Um, And she told me about the Path of Passion event. And I'm like, hell yes. Like, literally, she just said the words Path of Passion. And I was like, full body, hell yes. Had no idea what this was. But I was just like, yes, this event, more of this, 100%. 
okay, I just got to such a good part and I know, but we can't go on forever and ever and ever and hours and hours and hours unless you desire to binge the podcast, which you totally can. So if you want to jump right in to part two right now, hear more about what happened at Pat the Passion, how I met my soul king, how that journey all unfolded, I definitely recommend checking out part two right now. We uploaded it right now so you can go straight to it. And if you're like, I am so complete for this amazing journey today. Awesome. I honor you too, but I am such a binger. So I wanted to at least give the option to my fellow binge watchers, binge listeners out there who wanted to jump right in. So if you desire to do that, enjoy. Mm, I love this episode and I hope it served you and continues to support you on your journey. If you're feeling called to, I would love for you to share this with a friend, your soul sister, your soul fam, or anyone who needs it. If you're feeling grateful for the show, the best way for you to express your gratitude is to give it a five-star rating and review so that these messages can reach souls who are ready for them and deeply desire to receive them. Also, be sure to subscribe so you can get even more pleasure and prosperity in your world. I appreciate you and all of your support so much. This mission is so much bigger than me, and I am infinitely grateful to be walking with you and rising the tide together as a whole. I am sending you lots of love, and I'll see you next time.